Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Robert Allen, sideline reporter. Oklahoma State Cowboys joins us, 365 Sports. Joseph Duarte around the corner. So, Robert, when you have a schedule and there's no Oklahoma or Texas logo, and I know last year there was no Texas logo until they played in the championship game, but there's other ones now that are a part of this. What is the original reaction to this schedule for Mike Gundy and the football team? Well, I think the first reaction is that you're going to start hot in conference play. Um, You better, you know, you better not have the kind of preseason you had a year ago with indecision and trying to figure things out. It starts with the first game, and that was already on the book. South Dakota State's a, a two-time FBS champion. It's not like, you know, it's not like you went down and found, you know, the sisters of the poor. You're playing the best of the best. Now they've lost a lot of players, which is a good thing, but they still have a good culture. They still have a uh, Walter Payton, uh, Ward winner back quarterback. So you better be ready to play right out of the gate. But then Dave, you know. You start conference play with Utah at home, at K-State, and then West Virginia coming out the next week. And it's a great setup for Neil Brown because they have their first bye the week before they come to Stillwater. So they'll have two weeks to get ready for Oklahoma State. So arguably Mike Gundy's first three games in conference next year, Utah at K-State and West Virginia – probably are the three toughest on the schedule. Robert, how do you – I mean, when you look at the whole schedule, just looking at it for everybody, no Texas, no Oklahoma, how does that change the landscape of how you look at the the ebbs and flows of the season? Well, I, 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 here's what I did, guys, and, and I, I have reservations about telling you this because Baylor's not on the list. But I think you guys are smart enough to figure out why. In fact, I know you know why. I went through and I picked six teams that I think are easily, at this stage, it changes. West Virginia was picked dead last a Mm -hmm. year ago. They're in my six right now. And so my top six in the league would be Utah, Arizona of the newbies, um, Oklahoma State, Kansas State, Kansas, and West Virginia. To me, those are the six teams I look at that you better be you better be ready to play. And so what I did was I went through and obviously I first looked at what Oklahoma State had with those three. And they only have three, but they're one, two, and three on the schedule. Uh, and then I went through everybody else. The other thing I always look at too, because so many of these coaches, and maybe it's because Mike Gundy's so good at it, they're so good out of off weeks. I mean, Oklahoma State turned their season around last week with the bye week. 
they're two and two coming home from Ames. They have the bye week. It's one of the best bye weeks I've ever seen. And they go beat K-State on a Friday night when no one thought they would. And then, boom, they launch. So I look at bye week. Oklahoma State's got two opponents that have bye weeks coming into Stillwater. One of them is West Virginia, like I mentioned. The other one is Arizona State. And we saw them non-conference last year. I think, I think Coach Dillingham's doing a good job. They should be better this year, and with two weeks to prepare for the trip to Stillwater, you know, that, that gives them a little bit of an edge in the setup. So those are the things I look at. And just with, with my six, I think Colorado, BYU, and um, who was it? Colorado, BYU, and Arizona State have the three most difficult schedules. The easiest schedule by far is Cincinnati. That's just the way I grade it now. Now, by the time you play the game next year, Baylor, they may use the portal. They may have the turnaround that an Oklahoma State or a West Virginia has. And now they become one of the six during the middle of the year. But going into it, you got to rank it off what you see at at this stage. Robert, uh, last year was all about saying goodbyes to, to Texas and Oklahoma and, and some hellos as well to the four new and now some four, four new as well and, and a bit of a reunion there with Colorado. I know that they played back in 2016 uh, out of conference, uh, Oklahoma State and, and Colorado, a, a blowout win for the Cowboys down in San Antonio, but do you have any particular, is there any memory whatsoever of, of Oklahoma State and Colorado that, that comes to mind from back in the Big 12 days? No, but ask me after Thanksgiving week if they (laughs) put that game at night and it's a blowing snowstorm in Boulder, I'll have one heck of a memory. (laughs) But, no, I mean, the the, yeah, I mean, Barry Sanders here, that's the game he went airborne. It's the famous Sports Illustrated photo. I mean, literally, he was flying. Um, And the sidelines are about as tight as they are in Stillwater. And when they bring Ralphie out, I get my big butt up in the stands. <laughs> yeah, smart. Oh, you're not Robert. I think you should take him on year one. Just take him on one time. See what happens. <laughs> no, I did that in my TV days. I rode bareback bronc in the international finals rodeo, and uh, I I don't do rough stock anymore, guys. <laughs> I'm, I'm retired from that. I just watch Yellowstone. <laughs> and and you should it replays whatever it's the best one i've ever seen as far as a series that i can remember uh robert final thing and and because of the rivalries that are no longer in existence even paul mentioned this earlier missouri no longer playing kansas uh as far as in the conference nebraska colorado oklahoma oklahoma state texas ou whatever uh there's really not a specific rivalry week but there really has never been like this is the last weekend of the year. Everybody plays everybody. And so I know BYU and Utah fans are saying we're playing too early, but they've really never done it that way, have they? No, I mean, because the biggest rivalry that probably everybody remembers is the two that left. They always played the first Saturday in October. Uh, of course, that goes back to days when they weren't in the same conference together. Mm-hmm. I know you guys, geographically, you guys are in a a more difficult spot with this Oholo U Texas deal. I'm kind of, I'm okay with it. Uh, I'd love to play Oklahoma, uh, but I'm okay with it. 
the other thing that I would throw out there is we're we're looking for a rival. And honestly, I think it's going to end up being Texas Tech just because both of us need one. And and uh, apparently I hear those, they don't like us much in Lubbock. Um, you guys have got a great rival. Your rivalry with TCU is awesome. I love it. Yep. I love watching that game. So you've still got your arch rival. Um, I think Oklahoma State will be looking for one. I think it might be Texas Tech. It may be one of the newbies. Maybe we decide to lock. Well, Utah's got theirs. Maybe it's us in Colorado. I can see uh, I can see Gundy and Dion out at midfield getting after each other. That could be fun. Yeah, it could. I mean, there's potential galore. I mean, it's a, it's a question I think that, that pretty much everybody has, except for some of those you mentioned, like Farmageddon. You know, there's there's one there. But yeah, with Oklahoma and Texas moving on, that was that was definitely the the one carrying uh, the most weight there. How many college degrees will Alan Bowman have by the time he graduates, Robert? Uh, I can honestly tell you, he's got two right now, and probably is going to have a third, Man. Uh, unless. They don't give it to him, and then he'll be lacking a year on a, a master's. He's got two bachelors right now. Mm. He's racking them up and yeah. still getting to play. And you know what, though? Yep. And, and Alan, will, Alan will tell you this. I think he'll be the starter going in, but everybody knows there's a freight train in the quarterback room that's coming on. It's, it's, it's a little bit like probably what K-State had last year with Avery Johnson, but we've got to keep in Zane Floors that, man, I watch him in practice just because it's, it's fun. I mean, he's got a lot on the ball, and he's also athletic. And he's uh, Bowman's roommate on the road. Alan told me he had an NIL deal with our Pokes Report site last year. He said, Robert, I wish I had this kid's talent. I'm telling you, he's going, he's going places. So it'll, it'll be fun, but I do believe Bowman will be the guy going into the season. Robert, good to hear from you again. Have fun. We'll discuss this, as you know, quite a bit over the next several months and have fun. Get back into it with you when it comes to spring drills, when Oklahoma State and everybody else starts to practice. Robert Allen, sideline reporter for Oklahoma State, with us on 365 Sports. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.